What's up? It's Wrestle Fucking Mania Week. Welcome to the Pinfo Podcast. I'm your host, Liz. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Marcus. He's over here. Um, happy beginning of WrestleMania no, week. What the fuck? Don't say it's the beginning. The beginning it well, started with new okay. New Japan Cup finals. So so this is more like, you know, when you were a kid and you got like the day before Christmas Eve off. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh sick, winter break starting. Yeah. That's what this is. Like this is like sorry, my nose is like super itchy. Um didn't mean to start so hyped and then start itching my fucking nose. That's a great sign. Um <laughs> But this is the beginning of like fun times. We're gonna have like the next few days are fucking wrestle heaven, yeah. dude. We we already Oh my god. From today alone, we have so much to catch up on. But all the action has been going down since last Sunday with New Japan Cup finals and Stardom World Climax. Um two amazing shows. And now we have this impact, which was kind of uneventful. Yeah, it was an impact. Um, Joey Janelle's Spring Break. Uh, Bloodsport. World on Lucha. WrestleCon. Um, mind you, GCW has like 20 fucking shows tonight, yeah, this week. Yeah. Or the next few days. Which, good for them, they're capitalizing. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown, obviously, but it's gonna be a big SmackDown. A uh, Hall of Fame, Rampage, um, uh, uh, su- uh, Ring of Honor SuperCard, um, Multiverse of Matches. Isn't that part of WrestleCon? I think it is, but I think it's its own thing. Because okay. WrestleCon, the way they've been advertising Multiverse of Matches and the way they've been advertising WrestleCon are two very contrasting vibes yeah. so i think it's separate. there's also lone star shootout happening there's so much i think mlw is also doing something intimidation game i think it's called i was uh i was telling mark earlier that um if somebody gave me like five thousand dollars i would just like book a hotel for like tonight tomorrow and into like monday no, we gotta do- and just see whatever the fucking rest i'm gonna start with wednesday Right, no, but you fly in Wednesday, yeah. go to a show that night, then enjoy everything up until Monday. Yeah. Anyways, give me $5,000 so I can do that, thanks. Real don't, quick, like real fucking quick. I've got to fly out Donate tonight. to our uh, Liz Goes to WrestleMania 2023 uh, fund. I won't be in Dallas, so donate, uh, donate slower if you want it to be 2023. But why donate slower? Well, because I can't go to the 2022 WrestleMania. I think the tickets are probably sold out. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how quickly they donate. You'll get the money no matter what. In fact, you want it quicker so that you can book the flight. I'm taking the time off from work now, guys, so please. Miriam's got an interesting <laughs> question that I'm going to save for our Q&A. She's putting it in early before she forgets. Um, I want to know now. And and on top of everything we already mentioned, we've also got NXT Stand and Deliver and the whole reason for the season 
WrestleMania. Huge fucking week, and I am so excited. Um, so we've got our Impact review right now. After our Impact review, after we do the bests of the night, we'll be doing our predictions for NXT Stand and Deliver and uh wrestlemania we won't be we won't be covering stand and deliver on our weekend show we're just gonna be predicting for it because we'll already be watching for it so um but we'll also we'll be predicting for both shows all right so we got any news nah no we do we do we, we have news before you make a joke like, oh, let's move on from the news then. Yeah, I made, I made the title of the stream and the video uh, very clickbaity because of the news. And we're not going to talk about Imagine. it. <laughs> no, we will talk about it. Um, I'm also going to itch my knee. Um, did you see that the Breeze... What? Sorry. Breeze, the Sweets Live, mm-hmm. has Cesaro on it right now, I believe. Um, they're playing PGA. Cool. I fucking like there was a part of me where I was like, I know we have the stream right now, but I really would love to revisit up, up, down, down playing PGA because that was the funniest video I've ever seen. That was the first video I showed you. Yeah. Anyways. Um, all right. News. I actually charged my phone this time. So it's unlike last night where my phone was at eight percent. We are at a much higher percent. Nine percent. Uh, more like a hundred percent. A, a. So do you want to start with the news? All right. What do you want to start with? Yeah. What do you want to start with? Do you want to start with uh, WWE? Do you want to start with AEW? Let's, let's leave start with, Cody uh... for last. Right. Well, you, you Non-n- just spoiled it. Let's do neither of those. Okay. Um, Whatever you got that's not WWE like... or AEW. Okay. Actually, start with WWE. Um, oh, God. You just <laughs> thrown your fucking loop here, buddy. Um, you gotta have your opener be hot. Yeah. Opener. Hot opener. Hot opener. Um. Uh, Pressure's on. Hurry uh, up. Um. Oh. I. Uh, um. Oh, boy. Um. It seems like... Oh, Why is this taking I can't start you with so this. long. <laughs> Just do AEW. Fuck it. Do AEW. I don't know why his <laughs> you can't get any of these news stories out. Um, the first piece of news is that my laptop is on. Oh God, we're never gonna find out the news. <laughs> no, the first piece of news is that we don't know what the main event is going to be for Saturday um, at WrestleMania. Um, Vince doesn't know. So we like literally do not know. Last it was checked, it was Kevin Owens and Stone Cold. I think Dave Meltzer reported right. on that. And Dave Meltzer is now saying that he has no fucking clue, and apparently nobody knows. Um, it could be Charlotte versus Ronda, which would be appropriate yeah. because holy fuck, why would you do Kevin Owens versus Steve Austin? That's not going to be a fucking match. I know that for a fact. Or a good one. Um, if it is a match. Yeah. Or a match that I'm going to enjoy because Steve Austin should not be wrestling. What if Shane McMahon is Stone Cold's proxy? That'd be very fitting. Shane McMahon versus That'd be Kevin funny. Owens. 
That would be really funny. Um, so yeah, nobody knows. Apparently Vince is like going back and forth and uh, there's really no obvious answers. Um, also, some promising news is that Triple H was apparently spotted at the WWE tryouts in Dallas. Um, yeah, which is great. Um, because you would really hope that he would have a hand in the new crop of NXT um, employees, yeah. for lack of a better term. Superstars. Um, right now. Superstars. Sports entertainers. Um, apparently, this was like an, an invitation-only tryout for college athletes. Okay. Just college athletes, no indies? Indie guys? No, just college athletes. I, there was... There was a title or a term that they were using for it before, and I remember reporting on it before with that term and title, and um, I don't know what it is anymore, so. Okay. Sorry. Um, with that said, let's save the last, or not the last piece, but, uh, okay. Um, sorry. Apparently, um, Fun fact, apparently Buddy Murphy is currently listed on the uh, WWE, or not currently listed, but like there was like. Apparently, sorry, this is like a weird way to start. It. Um, Buddy Murphy on the <laughs> um, his profile picture on WWE's uh, website, whether it's like currently or in like a way back machine kind of thing, was titled Bussy Murphy. Love that. Which I just thought was fucking funny. Um, anyways, so WWE and NBC New... I tried to segue. WWE and NBC Universal are currently developing a wrestling drama series. Hmm. Interesting. It is apparently... Whether this is permanent or not... Um, it is apparently currently called Pinned. Pinned? Pinned. Sounds like a porno. Yeah, I know. Um, Vince is currently an executive producer. Mm -hmm. Kevin Dunn and Chris Kaiser are also um, executive producers. And apparently, I'll, I'll try to give you a, an abridged version of the abridged version of the description for the show. It is an adrenalized upstairs, downstairs soap that gives a behind the scenes look at a fictional wrestling promotion and the unforgettable characters that populate it. Pinned offers a front row seat into the eccentric wrestling culture and the mayhem that exists between the locker room and the boardroom. Huh. So. What, what network is doing it? Uh, NBC Universal, so it'll probably be on Peacock. Could be really interesting if it's like the same team that does, um, that did Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, but that's like shooting fish in a barrel. Oh, no, that's not the right term. Um, that's like finding a needle in a haystack in the sense that like there's so many teams. But they're they're the only cuz I'm I'm imagining like a like a workplace dramedy. It, because they said soap, I think it's going to oh, be more so. on the side of heels. Yeah. yeah, which I think they're trying to do heels. CW, shit. Yeah. Like heels but like for the younger crowd, which we still have to watch heels. Yeah, we do. Um, but anyways, um, we have some AEW news. 
which is that um, apparently right now we don't know. We still don't really have much of a reason for for why Miro is out. Um, apparently he injured his hamstring a while ago. Um, but one good reason why he has not been around is apparently he's been doing film work. Hmm. Yeah, which I thought was really yeah, cool. Good for him. Um, also, AEW filed to trademark blood and guts. Make it a make it a yearly thing. Yeah, I think so. Which I'm super excited about. That's such a fun fucking show. We need we need a Black Bull Combat Club versus Jericho Appreciation Society. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, that'd be sick. Make Jericho take another bump that everyone hates. <laughs> It'll uh, get Cesaro part of Black Pool Combat Club. Make it four four on four. Wait, that'd be four on. No, Jericho JAS is five. So if you could add. Yeah, and we're not bringing Regal back, so it's technically three. Well, if they had Cesaro, and they've got Wheeler Yuta coming in. So, name a fifth. Name a fifth for Blackpool Combat Club. Marina Shavir. Ah, right. Not right. Has to be a man, I guess. Cause, it's got to be a yeah. man. Because, of course. Um, Miro. Bring Miro back. We had the same thought. <laughs> Incredible! Wow. Um, yeah. Don't worry, guys. Mark and I scripted no. that. No. Oh, Miriam said Lee Moriarty. Oh. That'd be, That'd be real good. Yeah, because he was he was originally mentioned, yeah. and obviously Daniel Garcia is currently busy. Yeah. If that's what you want to call it. <laughs> Or have Stu Grayson break away from uh, Dark Order. That'd be cool. Um, also, some not WWE, not AEW news is that Tully Blanchard has a sort of hand in uh, Supercard of Honor, I guess. Um, Tully Blanchard is going to unveil a new client at uh, the Ring of Honor Supercard. I'm excited. I'm excited to see who it'll be. Yeah, be um, fighting, I don't know if there's any rumors yet. They'll be fighting Ninja Mac. What if it's, what if it's Smojo? That would be cool. I just don't see him with Tully. Yeah. What if it's um, um, fuck. Who's who's one of the people released? What if it's Tony? It could just be Tony Nice. It could be. That wouldn't be the craziest thing. Um, Tony's versus Ninja Mac might be like a little. I don't know. I'm just trying like... to think of who would be a good undercarder to go with uh, Ninja Mac. Unless they want to Maybe squash Swerve. Ninja Mac. Swerve. Swerve might, be, might not be undercard enough. He might be too high on the card. But if maybe like Tony Deppin. Tony Deppin and Tully Blanchard would never work. <laughs> I don't think Tony Deppin would let Tully Blanchard work. Um, um, it's gotta be like, I feel like it's like but, an up-and-comer. Um, I don't know. It's probably, I, I have a feeling it's not somebody in Ring of Honor already. Because I feel like that wouldn't be much of a reveal. 
Unless the reveal is Tully, technically? No. Because I mean, they have him on the card. Like, they have him on the graphic. It's the client that's TBA. I don't know. Josh Alexander. No. Anyways, <laughs> um, moving on from that suggestion. Um, God damn it. I like... Oh, um, a new match was also added to Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor. What is it? It is Rhett Titus defending the Ring of Honor Television Championship belt against Minoru Suzuki, God. which I'm sure Rhett Titus is going to win, um, but that's going to be a fucking nasty little match. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is going to be insane. Suzuki's having the, the... He's having his own WrestleMania week. <laughs> the dude's going off. Yeah, he but that's that's a Minoru thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Um what other news we got? Last piece of news. Cody Rhodes might okay, I guess I knocked this. Cody Rhodes might not be at WrestleMania? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Um, importantly, reportedly, I almost said importantly, reportedly Dave Meltzer um, announced that there are people close to Cody who said that he might back out of the WrestleMania plan, which would be a very Cody move. Yeah. However, 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 WWE has been known to leak some stuff to put doubt in people's minds about a certain reveal. Somebody in WWE could have leaked this to try and get people away from the idea that Cody might be Seth's opponent. I think that's why right, Shane which, um, fl flown in was leaked as well. Right. Which apparently... Um... According to WrestleTalk. Oh, God. Um, There's what? need in my desk. Oh, I thought you were like, I thought the according to WrestleTalk got you to say, <laughs> oh, God, I was like, I get all my news from WrestleTalk. What are you talking about? Um, I think Vin Vince, fuck me. I think Dave Meltzer called out Eric Bischoff a little bit for. Um. At least for like his group of people that surround him for leaking news incorrectly mm -hmm. um, and giving him like such false information that it was kind of laughable. Um, but I think that's interesting. I feel like WWE is strategically leaking stuff. Yeah, of course. It, it makes sense. Um, and notice it's sources close to Cody, which is very vague. Um, and and a term used often when stuff is used to mislead. Um, yeah. So options still there. Cody might still be there, but maybe maybe it's Shane. 
God. Imagine everybody's expecting Cody at WrestleMania and Shane. Oh my That'd god. That'd be the biggest blue balls in wrestling. <laughs> One of the biggest blue balls in wrestling I would, history. I personally I personally hate Shane. I personally hate Cody. Love Cody. I'd be so fucking mad. I would be so fucking mad. Mm-hmm. Like, the WWE has one chance to be, like, that brand that finally did something, and they would do that. Oh, my God. No. I'd lose it. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll find out. I don't... What what day is their match? Is that Sunday or Saturday? I'm going to be real honest with you. I don't know shit about (laughs) WrestleMania this year. I, like, I genuinely don't know the card. I know that Bianca and Becky are... That's day one. Main eventing? I guess I know nothing about WrestleMania. Main eventing night two obviously is Brock and Roman. Main eventing night one could be Ronda and Charlotte. Or Ronda and Charlotte. Kevin okay. Stone Cold. Make it Becky and Bianca because Bianca's going to win the title. Mm. Anyways. Yeah. Is that all the news we got? Um, so that's all the news. That's all I got for you. All right. So let's dive into the episode. Remember to tune in, to stay tuned, everybody, because we'll be doing our predictions for Stand and Deliver and WrestleMania later. It's a lot of fucking predictions. So many predictions. We are gonna have so much hot sauce this weekend. It's gonna be crazy. We we've got to get something fun though. Like we don't have. I feel like for WrestleMania weekend, we've got to find something. You know what I'm gonna do? Oh, I know what I'm gonna do. What? I am going to. If I can maneuver it and like functionally handle it, oh, I probably could. There's a there's a a place near us that has Indian food, and they have a vindaloo that is fucking a. a it's a mean little sauce. I wonder if I could get one that has uh, like paneer or tofu in it. And I'll use that as like my hot sauce, like get like a little spoon. Okay. Because that's that's nasty. That's probably one of the hottest things. That was like one of those things that I ate and I was like, I've got to tap out on this one. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Okay. Okay. And it is WrestleMania, so we should make it special. I want to make it fun. You know, something something new that's not just hot sauce. Also, I want to be in pain. I still owe you that Sammy Zayn shirt from last year. <laughs> I fucking know you do, buddy. I haven't forgotten. Oh, God. Let's do that again. <laughs> yeah, but can I actually get my shirt this yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll get it. Or like... You'll, you'll get last year's and I'll get this year's. It's fine. All right, so... It might be like the last piece of like WWE merch that I buy or receive. Well, we, we it doesn't have to just be WWE. Any any wrestling shirt. No, I know. I know. Oh, I'm just saying that Zayn this one. particular yeah. shirt would be... All right. Yeah. All right. Anyways, Tim Thatcher and Taylor Rush should probably fucking release merch real fucking quick. So let's dive into the episode. Uh, Impact. Josh, Alexander... Or before we start with like a promo, we get a video... We get a recap of what happened at some indie show where Josh, Alexander won a match... And his wife Jade was in the ring talking, and um, they had they had their kids with them, 
and Moose comes out with a hood on and spears Jade in the middle of the ring. Um, and then fast forward to today, where Josh is backstage. He runs into uh, Scott Demore. Scott says, "Before you go, before you go any further, Moose isn't here. I sent him home." Uh, Josh says, "I'm not waiting a rebellion. I'm not playing this game of you sending somebody home." Scott said, I'm going to recommend stripping him of the title. I understand. Josh says, you don't understand. We didn't go to, he didn't go to your house. That wasn't your wife he cut in half. I need Moose in that ring as much as I want the Impact title. Moose better pay attention to what happens tonight. Uh, and then we get Jonathan Gresham coming out to the ring. And he says, a lot of people wonder why I came to Impact. It's to share to the world the true essence of Ring of Honor. Along with that came a faction called Honor No More. The foundation of Ring of Honor was built by men like myself, including Eddie Edwards. You're no longer the man you were back then. You represent something completely different. When we, face, when we meet face-to-face -face at Rebellion, and he's cut off by Kenny King coming out, Kenny says, You disgust me, bro. When I look at you, I see a chump, a puppet for Ring of Honor. They're using you and your talents to bring prestige to their company. You of all people are being played. You should be standing next to Honor no more. That's why they call you the octopus. No arms, no brains, or balls. Although Eddie did the physical deed, we all voted to take you out. I'm not interested in pure rules, and I don't want that worthless piece of metal from a dead company. All I want is to finish the job. As I said to you at the show, I don't know enough about octopuses to argue that fact. Yeah. Is it octopi or octopuses? I'm not. Again, things. I don't know enough about octopuses to argue that fact. Let's see. Plural of octopus. Is it octopi? I'm sure it's octopi. Octopi is the oldest plural form of octopus coming from the belief that Latin origins should have Latin endings. However, Octopus is not a simple Latin word, but a Latinized form of the Greek word octopus. Consequently, its correct plural form would logically be octopodes. No. No, it won't be, actually. <laughs> or octopodes? Nope. <laughs> Thank you. Next. <laughs> so, what... what what I'm hearing is that octopuses is not incorrect. So when we get Gresham versus Kenny King? Yeah, and we're just vibing for a little while. Um, Gresham gets hung up on the ropes. King dives out onto him. We get a snap suplex ringside, which is really fucking nasty. And then back in the ring, we sweep Gresham's leg. Uh, However, Gresham gets a big old dropkick, dropping the grappling shit to knock King into the corner. Hits him with some knife edge chops. Uh, eventually, we get a dragon screw to King over the ropes after King brings Gresham to the apron. Um, Gresham goes for the crossbody, but King avoids it. However, Gresham did the thing that I hate, which we just talked about last night, which is he did not sell the uh, crossbody at all. Mm. Um, you could see that he pushed for his knees to go down first. Anyways, just calling out a wrestler that has more talent than I could have in my pinky. Yeah. Um, anyways. <laughs> um, we get a knee drop onto the knee of King, and then a 
full Nelson snapping suplex and a tiger driver to Gresham. Uh, eventually, there is a figure four on King. King keeps breaking out of the pin itself, not the hold. And ultimately, Gresham gets the pin on King um, in a very anticlimactic uh, pin, for lack of a better term there. Yeah. I don't know if you agree with me, but I, I thought it was very it was a very anticlimactic match. Yeah, I didn't think this match was anything special. I mean, if you told me this match was happening, I'd be like, oh, fuck, yeah. I'd be hyped about it, but it was it wasn't anything special. I think it's just buying time before Gresham faces uh, Eddie. Yeah, I'm wondering if this has any rebellion implications. Like what? What Eddie is doing for rebellion? Those implications. Gresham literally said in his promo when he meets Eddie face to face. Oh yeah. That's the implication. The implication, sorry. (laughs) Um, So then uh, Eddie came out and started attacking Gresham until uh, Rocky Romero comes out for the assist. That's a cool team, Gresham and Rocky. Um, Yeah, that's kind of cool. That's kind of fun. And it looks like, I I love that, like, it kind of felt like Rocky wasn't, like, super into the idea at first. Yeah. Um, so then we get an interview with Motor City Machine Guns. Uh, Shelly says last last time was a check in the win column and it's going to happen again. Saban says, I love multiverse of matches because it means endless possibilities. We're going to prove why we're the Motor City Machine Guns. Best tag team that's ever lived. Then we get an interview with Deanna Perrazzo. She says, the entire division is learning that when you mess with the bull, you get the horns. I'm going to continue doing that tomorrow with the multiverse of matches. I am the multiverse. There's a ton of people in Dallas, so there's a ton of options. The champ is here. Also, uh, switching switching uh, pages real quick. Pages? Pages, yeah? What if Tully's client is a Mr. Claudio Castagnoli? Cesaro. Gonna be real honest with you. Um, should the Swiss cyborg show up on my television at some point in the next, I don't know, what, two, three days? I'm gonna lose it. And like in a good way, in a good way. But I'm gonna lose it. I miss watching Cesaro wrestle so much. Which which would you pop harder for? I mean, I feel like I know the answer, but which would you pop more for, more for? Cesaro or Tyler Breeze? Or Fandango? Um, that's hard. I, that's really hard. I feel like if it's Cesaro, that means we're not getting him in Blackpool Combat Club, which I would be sad about. Cesaro wouldn't really be here or there about, I think. Just because it's not what I want for him, mm. but also, like, great, I get to see him again. Yeah. Um, Breeze would be cool. And Fandango would be cool for a different reason from Breeze, because Breeze would be cool just because, like, oh, great, he's back. 
Fandango would be cool because, oh, great, he lied about leaving wrestling for Um, Which, if anybody didn't see it, I don't know if we talked about this last night. No. Did we? I don't think so. Um, If we did, sorry. If we didn't, we're going to talk about it again. Um, Or whatever. Um, But Fandango basically said that he is leaving wrestling forever and deleting his Twitter. I don't know if it's deleted yet, but he said he was going to delete his Twitter. Um, A couple... I think a week ago. Yesterday. Oh, a week ago. Um, so he said that he was going to do all that. And I think if he were to show up, I'd be so excited because I really do not want Fandango to leave wrestling. Yeah. Um, that's going to be one of those, like, it's going to be one of those, like, leaving wrestling things. Yeah. Um, where I'm going to be heartbroken because he's modern era wise. One of the first people that I was like, ah, I can latch onto this one, you know? Yeah. I'm not seeing his Twitter. Like the fashion police, the fashion police bits. Yeah. I, and, and you know, wrestlers are people. They should get to do what they fucking want to do, but also, I'm going to indulge in myself or for a second here um, as a fan and be like, please don't. Yeah, he deleted his Twitter. Yeah. Um, well, we'll find out. Unless it's a change, you know, maybe it is. What? Maybe it's a gimmick change. So that he can fit in to control your narrative? I don't think so. I don't think so. No way, Jose. No way, Jose. I don't think he's in control of your narrative. I think it was just a gig he wanted. He was just taking a gig. Um, but anyway, after that, we then had Johnny Swinger and Zicky Dice in their Chump Chump Challenge against the Good Brothers. Right, I don't even know if I need my notes for this. Um, Zicky Dice! King of Kings. Uh, we get a fallaway slam to Zicky. I don't even think Carl got into the match. He he ga- came in for the tag finish. And the pin. Right, okay. Sorry. I, I More so I meant for the, you know, actual meat of the match. Right. Um, It's literally just Luke Gallows. He hits a fallaway slam to Zicky and then a splash in the corner and then a big boot and then we get Carl into the match for the Magic Killer to feed the good brothers a win for yeah whatever reason i don't know why we needed to feed the good brothers a win because they gotta have a win before the gauntlet match at rebellion the what just kidding i'm super excited for that actually um so then i'm only gonna be excited for that if vbd wins also this is a sidebar that no one else is going to understand i'm just going to say it um there is a product that I am working on right now um, for work that is VDB and unconsciously, I guess, as I was typing it, I wrote VBD instead multiple times and I had to like go back through all my work and be like, no, 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 no. Um, you mentioned you'll only be happy if VBD wins it. I've got some bad news uh, for you. Uh, uh, uh. No, 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 no. Oh, wait, yeah, yes. Sorry. That's what Sorry. you said. 
Sorry, I... I will feel like, no, 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 it's not what I said. It was literally what you said. Sorry, because uh, I've got TGB on my notes here. Oh. The, the Good Brothers. Um, but I, I got some bad news for you. O you think they're losing OGK it? is 100% winning that. Oh, okay. So rather here, let me, let me reiterate or re restate. If the Good Brothers win, I'm going to be pissed. If literally anybody else keeps that belt or holds up or gets that belt, Briscoes. fine, whatever. Let, you know, the Haynes Briscoes. underwear grape Matt Taven win. If I have to see the fuck, if I paid money, if I paid genuine money to see the fucking Briscoes. I mean, they're multiverse of matches. They might make an appearance of Rebellion. That's fantastic. I'm going to be about, mad about that. What um, about um, Bishamon? Bishamon shows up. If Bishamon shows up, sure. There, Let me see little pug-faced Yoshihashi. I love Bullet it. Club's cutest tag team. What if they're a part of it? Because there's a whole New Japan Impact partnership. Ishii's going to be there. Maybe maybe Chaos is there. Uh, what what tag team is in Chaos? Is it is Bishamon Chaos? Bishamon yeah, Chaos. What, what if Bishamon shows up? Listen, if Bishamon shows up, fine, but only and only, only if Haruki Goto wears the velvet pants. What if it's Jeff Cobb and Great Okan? They're United Empire, so that'd be really weird and not Bishamon and. I'm I'm just throwing in another tag team. If Jeff Cobb were to show up in front of my darling little face and, you know, do whatever the fuck Jeff Cobb does, then I guess I'd fucking be fine with it. What's LIJ's tag team? LIJ's tag they team is... I don't think they do. They do. I think it's technically Hiromu and Bushi. No, I don't think so. Well, it's not Naito. Naito's the singles guy. And Hiromu's the the junior singles guy. Bushi's the and jobber. And Shingo doesn't do shit. Shingo's not in LIJ. He just partners with him is a he lot. Not? Yeah, I, I looked this up Why the other day. Shingo, Shingo's straight up like... He's in a situation ship with LIJ mm -hmm. where he's like, no, nah, I'm not dating them, but also I hang out with them, I do everything with them, and I don't do anything that is not LIJ related, but that's fine. Um, what if it's... <laughs> What if it's uh, Dick Togo and Evil? <laughs> or Ghetto and Jato. They've reunited for one match. <laughs> it's an impact. <laughs> that will be a Taka Taichi Mania. Thank oh, you. Alright, anyway. As Taka, as Taka said, that is, whatever you can't do in the New Japan ring, you can do at Taka Taichi Mania. Everyone, tune in to Taco Taichi Mania. It's going to be fantastic. Anyway, we get an interview with the Good Brothers right Whatever after the, the match. And um, Doc Gallus said, that's how he became the best tag team anyone's seen. Carl says, we got screwed last week. We got screwed by Honor No More. Honor No More, I pray that you're last. Tomorrow night, Dallas, Briscoes, we'll find out exactly how many bullets are in your gun. Um... 
and then we hear screaming off in the distance and we see PCO in the parking in the parking garage and he's just shouting Jonah for some reason I thought this was hilarious because we go to commercial no it was fucking funny it was funny we go to commercial and we come back and it's like recolor corrected it seems like it's shot on a different camera and PCO's still yelling. And then Jonah attacks him and hits him with a fucking handcart. And then a, a whole brawl breaks out to the point where PCO smashes Jonah with a car door. And that's that. They should do PCO and Jonah like falls count anywhere. Some crazy shit. I wonder what that's leading to, though. I don't think it's leading to I guess anywhere. it's leading to, like, next week. I know. I guess because we have the tickets to Rebellion, I'm always like, what's it leading to? I think it's leading but... to Jonah challenging Josh for the Impact title. Hmm. Yeah. All right, fair. Um, then we go back to the ring for Madman Fulton versus Josh Alexander. Yeah. Uh, watching this match again, I was like, hi, I know what's happening here. Uh, we get some elbows to Josh, but it doesn't really matter. He uh, Fulton gets suplexed high up on his neck. And then we get a back to... Yeah. Uh, belly to back. Yeah. Why? I wrote back to body. Back to body. Ooh, interesting. That's like, that's like you're, um, you're turned around and the person's behind you and you like grab them and like hoist them behind you or like... like <laughs> <laughs> well i know what i'm doing next time the line at cbs is too long uh, <laughs> um so we get a belly to back suplex and then a legitimate suplex um before uh, alexander loops fulton out of the ring he wants the c4 spike but fulton's a little too big for that shit so eventually he just gets the german suplex and a big power bomb on, uh, on fulton who that powerbomb was nasty. That was a mean powerbomb. That was a powerbomb that just flung Fulton into the mat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Josh gets a heel hook on Fulton. What y'all didn't see, though, or what I didn't see, I guess, I'm going to stop being so presumptuous here. Um, did the cameras catch Alexander taking Fulton's boot off? Yeah. Oh, yeah. did they? It he, okay, it sorry. came off in the the ankle lock, right? Yeah, yeah, they caught it, and he um, threw it out into the crowd. Okay, yeah, that was fucking sick. Sorry, I didn't mean to say what y'all didn't see because I I know I wasn't paying that much attention tonight because I the last two the last two impacts I've been like I don't fucking watch yeah. this. I've been there. We we had the spoilers. We were the spoilers. We were spoiled. No, we did the spoiling. We didn't spoil anything. Yeah, we didn't. It wasn't much to spoil. The only thing I spoiled was sending pictures of people to people. Yeah. Eh. So, we then get Trey... uh, Not Trey Baxter. What the fuck? Trey Miguel. Who the fuck is Trey Baxter? (laughs) Is that not what Blake Christian was? Trey Baxter. 
Oh yeah. Oh okay. All right. All right. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. He's in Blake Christian. You're not crazy. He's been released for a while now. Completely forgot about Trey Baxter. Um. So Trey Miguel and Mike Bailey are backstage. Trey says, "So what's your relationship with Ace?" Bailey's like, "Ace is Ace." Trey says, I'm sure you witnessed Ace being Ace when he watched from the sideline as his friend got his ankle broken. Better watch out that doesn't happen to you. And Mike Bailey says, I always expect the unexpected. <laughs> he like he like pulls down the zipper of Trey Miguel's jacket, and Trey's just like, it's not a pocket, it's just for decoration. Can't put anything in there. <laughs> oh god. Fucking Trey Miguel, god damn it. Uh, speaking of funny promos, we then get uh, Gia pops into the Cardona's locker room. And uh, Chelsea, uh, Matt Cardona answers the door and he says, So you don't want to ask me about my historic reign as Impact Digital Media Champion? Well, let me get Chelsea. Chel Chel. And uh, Chelsea answers, uh, Chelsea goes up to Gia and says, Mickey James has asked over and over for me to not help her. So I didn't. At sacrifice, she didn't want help. But who came who came running out to save me? I'm not the little sister that needs saving. She's been tied up instead of giving me the title shot I deserve. I'm getting a shot at Mickey James. Cardona says, Tomorrow night, Nick Aldis and Mickey against the Cardonas. They've been married for seven years and accomplished nothing. We've been married for one year, or since January, and have accomplished so much. We'll prove why we are the power couple of pro wrestling. What did he shout when he was closing the door? Is, I have no fucking like, clue, but it was loud Gia. Like just shouting. Yeah, it was, it was straight up just him screaming, Bye, Gia! And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like that and cut the shit Tony are the two funniest ways to end an interview <laughs> I just cut the shit Gia I fucking hate I hate Matt Cardona but he screamed at Gia today and I fucking cackled um, Alright, so then we had... I betrayed myself. Then we had the Impact Knockouts title number one contendership battle royal. Right on. A um, lot of ladies. A lot of ladies. Really great ladies. Um, tons of ladies. Fantastic ladies. Um, let's, let's talk about women for a little bit. Because we really don't get to talk about women for much after this. So... Enjoy this. Um, women. Also, Tasha Steeles is on the mic um, for this Don't entire match, and it's fucking on the mic, yeah, as you do. You need a mic for commentary. <laughs> it was fantastic. She's fucking hilarious. Um, so, Alicia is the first one singled out by the camera, and that's never a good place to be when you're in a battle royale. Uh, she's fighting Havoc. So if you can imagine Alicia Edwards uh, fighting Havoc of Decay, it's not exactly the matchup you'd expect, um, just based on literally everything. Um, and also, Alicia doesn't have Kendra, the Kendo suit. Yeah, so. she should have, though. Not great. 
Right, it's a fucking... Technically, there's no DQ, you'd imagine. Um, anyways, she gets a backbreaker for her troubles, and then Rosemary spears her. Alicia is the first eliminated. Can you imagine that one? Um, fairly jack. Uh, 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 fucking A. English language is fucking difficult some days. As you were. Um, Alicia is the first eliminated. Um, which I'm hoping kind of like leads to some sort of promo later on backstage with Eddie. Like, ah, I was thinking about you, you fucking bastard man. Anyways, um, Billy is on the apron. She's being fought by Tennille. Um, she gets knocked off the apron and caught by Caleb, who gently hoists her back onto the apron and saves her from being eliminated. Um, it doesn't really matter. Billy gets singled out by Savannah and then gets loaded out by Savannah. Um, I miss a lot of the other um, eliminations. Um, Savannah loaded Jordan out. Um, eventually, Savannah gets knocked out with the assistance of like a, a ton of the women. Um, also, it's not my fault, because they really didn't um, point out a lot of the other eliminations. Aside from, like, Billy and Alicia and Savannah. No one was going to follow you. No, I'm, I'm just saying. Um, I'm realizing that more mm. so. It's a realization. Um, eventually, it is just down to Giselle, Shaw, Lady Frost, and Rosemary. And we get some super kicks to Giselle and Rosemary from Lady Frost. Um, and then Lady Frost goes up top. And Savannah Evans makes the most the perfect comment because she says exactly what we always say. She says, you don't go up top when you know you're going to be eliminated from the which is literally every time we watch one of these fucking matches and they're like, oh, I'm going to go for a high flying maneuver. It's like yeah. Don't do that, dummy. Anyways, um Giselle sees that Frost and Shaw end up fuck me Frost and um, Rosemary are on the apron in her head she's like oh, alright I'm just gonna knock these ladies off the apron and easy piece um, she tries to eliminate Frost um, and Rosemary can't quite get it she gets loaded out over the top rope by Frost by Rosemary together teamwork whatever makes the dream work and by the dream work I mean Rosemary then eliminates Lady Frost and Giselle Shaw at the same exact time. It is beautiful, perfect, incredible, yeah. wonderful. Um, and uh, Rosemary wins. Rosemary is the is the next contender. And um, you know, good for her. I'm really excited for this. Yeah, it'll be a very interesting match between her and um, her and Tasha Steeles. That's for sure. Yeah, and Tasha... Uh, at, at first, I was like, Tasha and Rosemary's styles are so different, I can't imagine them working out in a mm -hmm. ring. But also, their styles are so different that I can imagine them working out in a yeah. ring. In that it's going to be the most entertaining shit for us. Yeah. I do want to say one thing, uh -huh. though. I am a little peeved that the... They don't have a good enough storyline for a, a singular woman right now to 
um, build a feud with Tasha. Um, I'm kind. I do think that the battle royale for contendership is cheap. Like that's something I would do on our WWE UK twenty two. Well, that, that's the thing. That's how you build a story. But you have like Giselle Shaw and Lady Frost feuding. You have Diana with her her champ champ challenge. We didn't even see Diana. Honestly, that was one person we did not see when we were there at the recording. Yeah. We didn't see Diana once. Yeah. Which obviously you can tell because we did not see Diana once. Um, in the past. Uh, inspiration is has a story with the influence. Um, Decay doesn't really have a story right now, but I guess that's why they they put them in the title match so that they could build a story. Yeah. Um, and if there's a a woman who is quintessential to Impact to TNA, it is Rosemary. Uh, as far as women who are remaining, um, aside from. What is her fucking name? Madison Rain. Um, it's Rosemary. So, um, but I think that they could have done. I, I think they could have done a promo even where they. And I get that there's no easy way for them to have done this feud, especially coming off the Mickey Tasha feud. Um, but I wish that they had done something that was like more involved personally i'm on the flip side if you're gonna have a battle royal like this or like a, a royal rumble you don't start the story beforehand because you give away who's gonna win it you know okay fine you're right when we saw savannah come out we thought savannah was yeah. winning and also alicia's got a story um, with eddie edwards her her literal husband yeah um oh. i oh, when Rosemary won, I was so excited and so surprised. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that was kind of wasted in the sense that, like, now we're watching it again. And it's like, oh, yeah, of course, Rosemary. Yeah. Oh. Um, Miriam also said Tasha plays a lot into the decay antics. Yeah. Yeah. As I would expect from Tasha. Yeah. She's great. She's really good. I, I'm, I'm really excited for this match. Yeah. I think that this is going to happen at Valiant. I would assume. Um. Thanks. But anyway, after that, we had a Violent by Design promo. Eric Young says, Symphony of Violence. I can't really do a good Eric Young voice. <clears throat> Nobody can do Eric Young like Eric Young. I did it once. Anyways. Uh, the crescendo is more power and control. It all belongs to us. Imagine what they will say when we run through seven of the best teams ever put together and hold on to what's ours. Now Diener lost to Taurus. He showed the sickness exists. It can take from us, from you. But to Kay, ask yourself if you're in a good position. We're looking directly at you. We will take back our power and control. We told you what we've told everyone. This world does not belong to you. It belongs to us. And uh, coming up next, the, the segment that highlighted personally the entire time at those tapings. Aiden Prince versus Bupinder Gujar. Truly. They 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 cut out in the episode Aiden Prince's long ass promo. It was long. It was so long. I don't know if like Bupinder was like trying to get some shit figured out backstage or something. That's why like he was like, well fuck, I gotta kill for time. <laughs> It was a long promo of him just being a yeah, dick. It, it wasn't very good. 
<laughs> no. But you know what he did? He did the exact thing he needed to do, which was he came out there. He went into a crowd that was very like, I mean, Philly is Philly, you know? Mm -hmm. Philly's obnoxious because they love Philly. Yeah. He came out there and he said, fuck Philly. And he got the reaction he needed. Yeah. Because, wait, for this, for the first time in the last two podcasts, I can actually says, what y'all didn't see was he was a dick. And that is why everyone fucking hated him when he came out or when the match started. Yeah. Um, and it was perfect because Bupinder kind of got a lot of love for that. Yeah, it's helping uh, Bupinder get over. I wish they put it on TV, but. Yeah, well, Bupinder's over my heart, so. Yeah. Um, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Um, literally, my notes say Bupinder versus that guy because I did not remember his name. Aiden Prince. Um, Bupinder fucks around for a little while. Um, then at one point, Tom Hannafan, king of wrestling commentators, <laughs> says it's nice to have an Aiden in the ring who knows how to wrestle. He was like bickering with with Matt Raywall. <laughs> he just says that, and I'm like, "Fuck, Tom! You killed him! You murdered him!" <laughs> and the funny thing was, Tom Hannafin was probably commentating when Aiden English was in NXT. And the best part is that Matt Raywalt didn't really have a response yeah. to that. He's like, "Yeah, that's why I'm sitting behind this desk right going. now." <laughs> he just kept going. He just kept going. Um, so we end up ringside. Okay, listen, not much happens here. There's a power slam to Aiden, then a sling blade, and another power slam, and then Aiden goes up top. Um, he comes down, Bupinder's not there. We get a corner spear like Bupinder always does. It's very scary, it's very good. Um, for Bupinder to win the match, and then we get an incredible little segment. You want me, can I go through it? Can you also include what the cameras did not catch? So, uh, Brian Myers, who's been sitting at the commentator pro desk this whole time. Great addition to Impact. He's walking up the <laughs> ramp, facing the ring. He's like, arms wide out. He's like, what up? Soaking in the crowd. And then behind him is W. Morrissey, of course. Because you gotta have that. Um, and... <laughs> W. Morrissey makes his way, his and Brian's way, over to uh, the commentator pro desk. Um, and Myers is about to get BQE'd into that desk. However, Brian Myers holds on to Aiden Prince, so he can't get powerbombed. He eventually sneaks through um, uh, Morrissey's legs. And as Morrissey watches Myers run away, Aiden Prince, forearms, Morrissey in the back. And this whole time, Boopender's watching in the ring. He's watching like like this, basically. He is excited. He is he's one of us. He's happy. Um and Morrissey takes Aiden Prince. Power BQEs him through the desk. And then Boopender is like clapping in the ring. He's all happy. He's excited. He's just a fan. And then, oh God, Mo Morrissey, 
Honestly, watching Morrissey do that and his whole thing was the best part of the whole show. It, it's just... The thing is, is that at the end of the day, were you not to watch that? I think, at least for me, had I not seen what we actually saw, I would have just fucking forgotten that Boo Pinder was in the ring. But Boo Pinder got the chance to just be a fucking fan yeah. for a second there. He got to watch fucking Morrissey do his shit, and that was the funniest fucking thing in the world. Because he fucking power bombs this little ass dude, and Boo Pinder's in the fucking like we're all clapping. Boo Pinder's in the ring, just he's having the time of his life. I was so happy. Yeah, it was, it was a great segment, really wonderful. If you know, I obviously I understand why they didn't put it on, but and and Bupinder's been over my heart for like since day one. But like this really just was like, mm-hmm. that's my boy. Yeah. That's my boy up there. Um, I loved it. But we have to move on. Up next, you want to walk us through this two second match: Masha Slamovich versus Abby Jane's little cheerleader. Yeah, I don't like her. Fan of Alexa Bliss. Um, yeah, Masha hits her with the snowplow to win. Um, guys, I'm I'm taking notes, taking fucking notes for y'all. So then we have the main event: Motor City Machine Guns versus Bullet Club. This shit rocked. This is a, a fantastic match. You gonna start? I, yeah, I guess. Sorry, I look fucking frazzled. Um, I literally pulled my hair back during the podcast, and I look frazzled. So we get some chops to Jay from Saban, and then Jay rakes Saban's eyes, chops him like fucking hell. And mind you, those chops were loud. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck he has in his fucking like whatever the fuck this is called. This bit. But it's hard. Yeah. And it's mean. And I guess maybe like he hollows out his hand to make more or something. Sure. I'm going to be a mark here and I'm going to just believe that he's nasty. <laughs> Anyways, um, Shelly takes Jay out from uh, the apron. Um, he splashes him as Saban does the exact same thing. Uh, Bay tries to defend Jay with an absolute lack of results. Um, uh, we get some rolling elbows to Saban and then a knee from Bay to Saban. Saban accidentally takes Shelly off the apron, though. And then Jay topples Saban, who gets a nice strong hit. Or, sorry, yeah. Jay topples Saban. Bay gets a nice strong hit on Saban before coming up ringside, vamping. Just vamping! He's like... It was, it was wonderful to watch. Um, eventually, Bay gets him. So we get a boot to Saban and then like a little pose again because of course it's Chris Bay. And if Chris Bay isn't posing, it's not Chris Bay. Uh, Chris Bay gets a forearm. Shelly breaks the cover, I guess. I didn't really think that Bay was going to win with a forearm, but uh, he definitely didn't hear. Uh, Jay gets in. He is just kicking Saban in the corner. Shelly accidentally distracts the ref uh, while Bay chokes Saban out. Um, Bay gets in. Saban has to take down both of Beyblade before Shelly gets him. There's some forearms to Bay and then a flatliner DDT combo to Beyblade. Um, 
Motor City Machine Guns go for the tag team maneuver, but Jay saves Bay from that Thunder Express. Um, Jay chokes Shelly out against the ropes. Then Jay grabs Shelly for Bay to kick him, but Shelly avoids it. Jay grabs Shelly. Bay goes to dive out onto him, but Bay dives out onto, or sorry, yeah, Bay dives out onto Jay. Um, not intentionally. Knocking him into the barricade. Mind you, it was like five feet from us. Incredible. Um, then Stephen gets him. He kicks Bay from the apron, takes Jay into the camera. Sends like Jay's spine first into a camera lens, mind you. Um, a missile dropkick to Bay kills the man. Then Jay attacks Saban so he can't set Bay up for the double team offense. Um, Saban dropkicks him. We go into there, baby later in our corners. Um, the drop kick kind of takes Bay, who is upside down in the corner, off of the turnbuckle. Um, both men are kind of just like scrounging around on the ground. Um, we get an to Jay off of Bay and then a Thunder Express to Bay, but it's not enough. Um, Beyblade takes Saban and Shelly from the ring. Bay dives out onto him. We get a big splash onto Saban from Bay, um, set up from Jay. Uh, Jay distracts the ref to get Bay um, safe from a roll-up from Saban. And then we get a dragon screw to Jay from Saban, who is obviously frustrated at this point. Um, but Bay gets a kick to Saban's head. Then Shelly gets in. I can hear myself. Like, I guess I'm being a little too loud. Uh, <laughs> then Shelly enters the ring. We get some standing switches. Um, nothing really comes from it besides the cutter to... Um, Bay from Shelly and a near finish, but unfortunately we get a last second kick out. Uh, Motor City Machine Guns wants the maid in Detroit, but Jay breaks all up and Chris hits the Art of Finesse. Uh, he gets hit with a hard German suplex and eventually, without a finisher involved, Jay hits the half and half suplex to. Saban and Bay gets the art of finesse off onto Saban to win. Yeah. And that's that. It was a great match. A really great match. Um, you want to get into the best of the night? Yes, because we have a ton of fucking predictions. A ton of predictions. Um, we also have to go over the top ten update. Uh, and if you have a question for our question segment, leave it in the chat now. We'll get to it after our predictions. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment and we'll get to it in the next episode. If you're listening on Spotify, join us at the live show, twitch.tv forward slash the pinfall podcast. All right, top 10 wrestlers in pro wrestling. Let's go. This is in kayfabe based on wins and losses. Number 10. It is not based on opinion. Number 10, the prestige and ring of honor world champion, uh, Jonathan Gresham. Number nine, the IWGP United States Champion, Sonata. Number eight, Omas. Number seven, Great Okan. Number six, Shingo Takagi. Number five, Kota Minora from Dragon Gate. Number four, Kaito Ishida from Dragon Gate. Number three, Yuki Yoshioka from Dragon Gate. Number two, the Raw Women's Champion, Becky Lynch. And number one, Dragon Dia from Dragon Gate. Dragon Gate fucking dominates this list for whatever reason. 
Yeah. Clearly. All right. You ready to go into our best of the night? We'll fly through this. Yeah. Can we give promo of the night to Tom Hannafin just saying, uh, uh, at least there's an Aiden in the ring that knows how to wrestle? Okay. I agree. Uh, that that wasn't a serious suggestion. Okay. And am I not here to stir the pot? Um. I I don't know what could be promo of the night. There's Josh backstage, which is just a good promo. Gresham and Kenny King was pretty fun. Um, Chelsea and Matt was pretty funny. VBD was decent. Let's do let's do Alex Josh Alexander. Actually, no. Let's do Gresham and Kenny King. How about that? Gresham and King. All right. Yeah, that's fair. All right, wrestler of the night. Three choices. You ready? Ready? Jonathan Gresham, Jay White, and Chris Bay. Uh, I'm sorry. I feel like this isn't what you want. I'm going to go with Chris Bay. Okay, I don't care. I had no horse in that race. All right. And match of the night. As always, we go from the worst match to the best match of the night, and we'll talk about which one's the match of the night. So first off, worst match of the night with a 3 out of 10, Masha Slamovich versus Abby Jane, Janes. Uh, next up, 3 out of 10, Johnny Swinger and Zicky Dice versus Good Brothers. Uh, 4 out of 10, Aiden Prince versus Boopinder Gujar. Uh, another 4 out of 10, Josh Alexander versus Madman Fulton. Next, 5 out of 10, the Knockouts Battle Royal. Uh, number, or next up, 6 out of 10, Gresham versus Kenny King. And finally, my pick for match of the night, Motor City Machine Guns versus Bullet Club, 8 out of 10. I agree. I can't disagree with that. Cool. All right. You ready to do some predictions for Stand and Deliver and WrestleMania? Yes. Let's try to make this easy peasy lemon squeezy because I uh, kind of have to be. All right. Well, we'll go as fast as we can. Sorry. You're putting me in a bad spot right now. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Don't worry, I, I have to type all this up, so it's not really that big of a deal, but I'm not allowed to split my screen for the I, I haven't okay. even pulled up the standard deliver card. I really have not been paying enough attention to the WWE to know what the f Honestly. You watch it every week. Yeah, but I'm not like, especially recently, I've not been paying attention. And I think that's fair. Why does CBS not have a uh, fucking card like always? 
I assume this is the whole card. All right, so first up, L.A. Knight. Wait, real quick. What? This stand in the liver prediction is not anything. This is just for. Right? What do you mean, not for anything? I thought that this wasn't like for like a punishment or. I mean, we could we could add it with the WrestleMania predictions for day one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, sort of like a. Well, in soccer, like there's two parts to a game sometimes like if it's like a big game so, um and for yeah. those unfamiliar with how our predictions work for every incorrect prediction we make we have to do a dab of very hot hot sauce and whoever has the most correct predictions is crowned the pinfall podcast prediction champion and deals out a punishment to the loser and i'm the current reigning champion three times in a row maybe four i can't keep track at this point all right so up first la night Versus Gunta. Who do you have? I hate to say it. Who do you have? I've got Walter. I have Gunta as well. Uh, it's Walter. Fair. Alright, next up. And we'll, we'll do a couple side predictions that I have in mind. Next up, Tommaso Ciampa versus Tony D'Angelo. Tony. Oh, yeah. Ciampa is walking out of NXT, putting over Tony. You know, good good for Tony, I guess. He's got the golden ticket there. Yeah, yeah. All right, next up... Um, Mandy Rose versus Cora Jade versus Kaylee Ray versus Io Shirai. Oh boy, okay. Uh, give me five seconds there. Cora Jade versus Io versus Kaylee versus uh, Mandy. Okay. Oh. You know, you know what? Mm. I'm gonna be annoying about it. Are you? And by annoying, I mean I'm gonna be hopeful. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go with Cora Jade. Okay. All right. I am going with Cora. I'm a feed you the win on that one. I'm going with Cora Jade as well. I feel like EO and Kaylee oh. will cancel each other out, and Mandy's 100%. They gave her that promo. I think they're setting Cora Jade up to be kind of the next Bailey. Okay, okay. All right. Um, next up, Imperium versus MSK versus the Creed Brothers. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Imperium. Okay. Interesting. I'm going with MSK. Creed Brothers are not winning those belts because of the mystery team. Now, let's... The weird Long Island team. Not Long Island. Because 718 is just New York City. Oh, is it? Okay. Uh, but... 
Let's make a prediction on who... Let's give two predictions on who that tag team is. I think it's pretty deadly. That's one. And Mark will get this right because Mark is the one who is more tapped into this than I am. I know as much as you do. Well, one of mine is pretty deadly as well. What's what's your other prediction? Uh, I I don't have another prediction. I really don't. I I cannot imagine who else. Okay. Okay. Well, then we might as well not have the prediction if we're both picking pretty deadly. Well, who are you thinking? Because I, I will feed you that extra point if you're right. I'm thinking, I, I, I'm think, thinking an indie tag team. Okay. Um, I can't, I can't, like nothing's coming to mind right now. Indie tag team from New York. Bussy. <laughs> I'll write it down. Um, why can't I think of fucking New York City tag team? Harlem Heat. Harlem. It's Harlem Heat. <laughs> You need to give me a serious answer because I'm taking everything as a serious answer. I, I don't fucking know. Like, it's just two Trey Miguel's. Um, Imagine. <laughs> uh, fucking New York City. You see, if it was Boston, I could just say OGK. Fuck. Um. God, I am I'm blanking so hard right now. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna throw a curveball. I'm gonna throw a curveball your way. Okay. You ready for this? Breezango. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> if I come up with a better one, I'll let you know. Okay. All right. So next up is the six-man, five-man ladder match: Carmelo Hayes, Grayson Waller, Santos Escobar, Solo Sokoa, or Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. I'm saying Carmelo Hayes. Dude ain't losing. Dude's never gonna lose in his life. Who are the last two? I got Carmelo, Grayson, Solo, and Cameron. Santos. You said six man. I changed it to five man. Okay. Uh, and then finally, Dolph Ziggler versus Braun Breaker. Is that all the matches? Braun. No. Because uh, is it Toxic Attraction versus, Co- versus Dakota and Raquel? Is that at Santa Deliver? It is. Is okay. I guess I cannot type for the life of me. Um, yes, it is. Okay, so let's add that in there. And 
And I think I, you know what I'm going to choose. Toxic Attraction. Yeah. I'm saying the same as you, Raquel and Dakota. I'm trying to like type fast. I'm making like 41 spelling errors at the same time. All right. So those are our stand and deliver uh, predictions. I don't think there are any more. And now let's get into our WrestleMania uh, predictions. All right, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. All right, so first match, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. All right, um, Drew. Drew, okay. Yeah. I'm saying Drew as well. Uh, next up, the Usos versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Um, I think Shinsuke and Rick. I kind of want to say them too. I don't know. Because it's like... Mm, yeah, yeah, I'll go with them. All right, next up, uh, The New Day versus Sheamus and Rich Holland. Um, for that, I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with The New Day. I'm going to go with the New Day as well, especially after their loss last year at WrestleMania against AJ and Omos. They're going to want a New Day pop. All right. Yeah, especially after everything. So, next up, The Miz and Logan Paul versus The Mysterios. Uh, I have to imagine it's going to be the Mysterio, but I think I'm going to go with the Miz and Logan. Oh, okay. I, I think no matter what happens, Logan Paul's going to turn on the Miz um, and kind of be a face, but I'm, I'm going to oh. say the Mysterio's. Because Logan Paul's kind of hesitantly been going going with whatever the Miz says. He's he seemed very hesitant about all of it. But that could also just be Logan Paul. Um. So next, next up, Seth Rollins versus TBA. TBA. Yeah, I I agree. TBA. And now let's predict who that TBA will be. Maybe Cody. You sure? He could back out. Yes. He could. And if he does, he's just going to disappoint me, which he always does, so. I'm saying Cody, too. Um, all right, so next match. 
Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. Bianca. I'm saying Bianca too. We have all the same predictions so far. You know what? I'm going to switch. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. Nope. I chose the Miz and Logan Paul. Oh, that's right. That's right. All right. So. Unfortunately. I'm, I'm going with Bianca too. Uh, next up, Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. Um, I quicker choose Charlotte Flair over whatever the fuck Ronda Rousey proclaims herself to be, so. I'm going with Charlotte as well. Did that Wait, that was the night one card. Where the fuck's the night two card? My god, if that's just the night one card. Yeah, that is just night one. Um, okay, here we go. Alright, day one, day two. Roman, actually no, let's not do that yet. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Um... I don't know. You go first on this I'm one. Bobby Lashley. I was going to go with Bobby Lashley as well. Okay. All right. Okay. Next up, RK Bro versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. RK Bro. I'm going with Street Profits. If there had been more buildup, I would say Street Profits, but there hasn't been. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, next up, Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. Um, this is tough. Johnny Knoxville. You know, uh, it, it's it's no DQ, right? Or it's like. Yeah, I think so. It, it can't be a DQ finish. Can't be a double count out. Um, I'm going to say Johnny Knoxville as well. Actually, no. No, no, no. I'm, I'm rescinding that. I'm going with Sami Zayn. Uh, next up. Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Um, that's a hard one. Um, yeah. I'm going to say Pat McAfee, but I think I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm going to say Pat McAfee, too. I wanted to go with Austin Theory just based on where he was card-wise, but mm -hmm. I think having Pat win is like the unexpected thing, and it's what they're going for. All right, next up, 
Queen Zelina and Carmella versus Naomi and Sasha Banks versus Rhea and Liv versus Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Rhea and Liv versus Natty and Shayna versus Naomi and Sasha Banks. Naomi and Sasha and. Zelina and Carmella. Carmella and Zelina. Yeah, I got. That. Um, I'm gonna be obnoxious about it. I'm I'm hoping it's Naomi and Sasha. I'm gonna go with Ray and Liv. Liv for Brutality. yeah, as you would. Okay. All right. Next up, Edge versus AJ Styles. I'm gonna go with Edge. Gotta be Edge. AJ hasn't had like much momentum at all. And that's exactly why I'm picking AJ, because he needs a win. Edge won the Seth feud. It's Edge's turn to lose a feud. Okay. And finally, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. I'm going with Brock. I'm going with Roman. Interesting, okay. interesting. So we do have a pretty diverse prediction set. Um, and this will all be going down this weekend. Um, and we'll, we'll be splitting up the days. So day one, we'll have a punishment. Day two, we'll have a punishment. Um, and it'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a party, WrestleMania party. All right, you want to answer some questions? I'll answer a question. Let me pull up the YouTube uh, before I get that open. Answer this. Miriam's got a really fun one, so I'll save that one for last. Uh, when you guys were at these tapings, were you guys like mentally taking notes on the matches like you were about to do the podcast? I definitely have found that a lot of the things that I've said about show these last two weeks has very much been influenced by the way that we view them. So I think I absolutely was taking mental notes. Um, there were even points where like we were watching the matches and we were like, I'll not be taking notes right yeah. now. Um, I was less so thinking about taking notes more so um, like rating the matches. I was like coming up with uh, ratings in my head as they were happening. Sucks. I, uh, it's, it is weird how the podcast kind of like overlays into real life. Um, but I think it definitely also helped like watching because I was like paying more attention to like little, little bit, little mm -hmm. bits. All right. So Miriam's got another fun question. If you guys had to put together a GCW pay per view with a fun name, theme, and lineup, what would yours look like? Oh boy. Um, they all have like pop punk names. Um, mine would have a name that's like a Fallout Boy title, fucking long and obnoxious, and maybe mean something. And the lineup would straight up just be technical wrestlers. It would just be not blood, but torn ligaments. Blood and guts. That's what I want to see. Yeah, sure. 
Um, I because blood is blood. We've seen blood. We've seen you know brutality in the sense of like dripping blood down the face and light tubes and uh, what are they skewers. I want to see man breaking bone. I want to see man breaking muscle. That's hardcore, in my opinion. It's gonna be like some from under the cork tree bullshit. So give us at least the main event. Oh, the main event is. It's probably gonna be like Thatcher versus Thatcher looked fucking phenomenal this week. Some I I I don't mean I don't know. I've got to think of somebody. Maybe Thatcher versus Suzuki. Cause that'd be nasty. That'd be evil. Because yeah. they both have that little thing about them where they like get somebody into like a position where like they're like ripping their shoulder from their body and they're just like, I'm having fun. And I'm like, Yeah, you're also like committing a crime. Hmm. Sure. Mine But that's me. Mine would be I know what you did last summer. That'd be the name of it. I think they already have one named after that. <laughs> I'm sure they fucking do. Uh, the main event is gonna be uh, it's gonna be Brody King the triple threat. Brody King, Chris Dickinson, and Hiromu Takahashi. Okay. With <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That that's that's the fatal four way. We're going to out crazy the crazy. Yeah. Also on the card okay. is Katsuyori Shibata versus Tony Deppen. Ooh, all right. And then uh, another match, Matt Cardona versus Cody Rhodes. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> and he ruined it. We were looking forward to a fantastic pay-per-view and you just you speared it with a harpoon it, it's actually a tag team match matt cardona and gangrel versus cody and michael cole perfect you done it you've made the perfect uh, pay-per-view right there and you know where it takes place where the whole pay-per-view where? takes place the wwe performance center <gasps> oh! Incredible. <laughs> You've done it. I'd watch the shit out of that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um God. Can we just really take let's take a quick moment to just like thank GCW for all the stupid ass fucking incredible names that they come up with. Yeah. Like they have they have like one dude on the team that just sits in like a dark ass office. Just like scribbling out fucking names, and fucking Lauderdale comes in. He's like, "Thank Welcome you." Welcome to the And Walks away and like announces like the the next like fucking month of matches. He's like, "This is yeah. it." <laughs> Meanwhile, they've got like a hamster on a wheel, just <laughs> churning out fucking ridiculous names. Mm -hmm. Love it. Great job, Brett. All right, that's all the questions we have. Liz, would you like to close out the show? If you joined us tonight, thank you so much. If you join us in the future. Guess the fuck what? It's April 1st. Happy April Fool's fucking day, by the way. What do I want to hear? What do I want to hear? What do I want to hear? 
Happy birthday, Pepita! Everyone throw your Pepita emojis in the chat. It's Pepita Day! It's Happy Pepita Day! If you're not celebrating Pepita right the fuck now, I don't know what you're doing. Hopefully you're doing something really important because it's Pepita Day. It's Pepita Day. It literally just became Pepita's birthday. She's the April Fool. If you want a joke, it's putting eardrops in a cat's ear when you don't really know that she's actually got an ear infection. That's the joke. Um, so everybody, celebrate Pepita's birthday today. Um, if you do something fun, make sure it's in honor of Pepita. Yes. Uh, she is currently sitting somewhere that is not in this room because she's being a rascal. Um, that said, if you join us today, thank you so much. If you join us in the future, thank you so much. Um, happy birthday, Pepita. Um, please join us on Suntog for WrestleMania talkings and chit chat and such. Um, we will be talking about it on Sunday and Sunday only. No, I think Saturday and Sunday. We will be talking about it Saturday and Sunday. Thank God, because I was thinking in my head, I was like, that's a fucking bad just yeah. to cover in one fucking Um, but yeah, we'll be talking about it Saturday. We'll be talking about it Sunday. We will not stop talking about wrestling um, for a while. Yeah. So yeah, join us Saturday night. We will be talking about wrestling. We'll be talking about WrestleMania. Fucking chair. Anyways. Thank you all for watching. Follow and subscribe. Our YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Spotify are all Pinfall Pod... Pinfall Podcast. Excuse me. There um, I'm at the Mark Cameron... This is at Eliza Elaine 23. And we'll see you all uh, on Saturday and Sunday for WrestleMania. You won't want to miss our predictions. You won't want to miss all the action and all the recaps and all the partying. Have a great night, everybody. Have a great Friday. We'll see you all on Sunday. Enjoy all that sweet, sweet wrestling. Watch me, Vindaloo.